Welcome to this episode of the Raising Kilim podcast. My name is Marsh Naidu and I blog at RaisingKillen.org where we curate resources for parents raising children with developmental delay and disabilities. As always, remember the content on this podcast is purely informational and if you seek advice for your specific situation to contact a trained professional. Today's episode is brought to you by Move Up Physical Therapy, a private practice in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, owned and operated by Rebecca Renfro. Rebecca, thank you so much for believing in the work we do and your sponsorship. In today's episode, we are joined by Rachel Jenkins of the All Access Inclusion Network, as well as Colin Peterson of Nashville Children's Theatre. We have a little over a month left for the summer vacations. So today's episode brings you another idea of what's possible and how to get your kids out and about. So grab that cup of coffee, put your feet up, and get ready for some awesome conversation. Today we are joined by Rachel Jenkins as well as Colin Peterson. Guys, Rachel actually is an educational consultant and she's part of TRIAD, which is an acronym for the Treatment and Research Institute for Autism Spectrum Disorders. Now, this is part of the... um, a program that's part of the Vanderbilt Kennedy Center. As part of that work, uh, Rachel is also member of the All Access Inclusion Network. Now, Colin Peterson, guys, is the Educational Director at Nashville Children's Theater. So welcome to the Raising Killen podcast. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Awesome, guys. Now, Rachel, if you don't care, I would like to start with you. Um, first of all, what is Triad? Can you give us a little bit um, of a background uh, information on that and then kind of segue into the uh, All Access Inclusion Network, please? Yes, absolutely. So like you said, Triad is part of the Vanderbilt Kennedy Center and Vanderbilt Medical Center. We are based in Nashville, but we provide services across the state. And we we do research, but we also provide clinical services such as treatment and assessment. We support educators and providers. And we have a lot of educational training and support services for educators, for caregivers, clinicians, and other professionals. We have like a really robust uh, library of online modules, and we have just a lot of different projects all focused on improving outcomes for children with autism. And a really important part of our mission is our community engagement work, and that's where the All Access Inclusion Network comes in. So I've only been with Triad for a year and a half, but I believe the All Access Inclusion Network has been around since 2013. Is that right, Colin? Yeah, yes. It's been around since 2013, and before that, it was 
you know, just triad and community partnership with um, a couple different organizations of which Nashville Children's Theater was one of those organizations. Yes. Yeah. The Children's Theater has been one of our founding uh, members since 2013. Um, so yeah, we lead as an or triad leads the all access inclusion network, but we all really work collaboratively. So like we organize the meetings and we partner individually with organizations to support them, but it's really a network uh, with all of us. Um, it's not, you know, I wouldn't say it's, it's like a triad centric network. It's it, we want to be very collaborative. And the network includes arts organizations like the Children's Theater, um, like Nashville Ballet, Nashville Opera, uh, museums like the Country Music Hall of Fame is another partner, athletic organizations, um, other community resources like the library. Um, most of the organizations are in Middle Tennessee, but we actually do have a couple in other states and even a few in other parts of Tennessee. Um, and we welcome organizations from uh, definitely from other parts of Tennessee and like I said, even from um, other states. And we say we promote true inclusion, which we mean um, by that, that we work on creating meaningful experiences and opportunities to belong through participation in programs and representation within the organization. So really thinking beyond just providing access to something, like what does it mean to actually be welcoming and to help individuals with autism, individuals from the neurodivergent community really feel welcome um, and like they belong there. We, um, we do a lot of things as a network. And I guess just emphasizing what I said before, we, we really work collaboratively both as a group and individually throughout the year to improve access and inclusion. So that could include staff and volunteer trainings, providing feedback, attending events. Um, the support is very individualized to each organization. And then I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I guess I should add that we have an advisory committee that includes autistic self-advocates and they help inform the directions of our network and I'm trying to think if there's anything else that i've left out beyond that we do lean towards focusing on inclusion for people in the autism and neurodivergent community but i would say and colin you can add on to this if you want but our conversations and our work really extend beyond those groups to the larger disability community we kind of think about inclusion in a broader sense but with triad, our expertise obviously lies more in the autism realm. So that's sort of a, a specific focus of our work. So yeah, that is a brief overview of triad and the all access inclusion network. Colin, how long have you all been part of the network and, and, and what is the relationship you all have with the uh, all access network? Yeah, so NCT, uh, like Rachel said, we were we were a part of the All Access Inclusion Network before it was even named the All Access Inclusion Network. <laughs> um, so, yeah, NCT, uh, the National Children's Theater, was one of the founding members um, of that organization. Um, and I've been with the Children's Theater since 2010. So we started um, working specifically with Triad um, in 2009 um, and in 2010. And then... Um, we started our um, sensory-friendly performances, as they were called at the time, um, so that there was one show every um, for every performance of a show. Say, for instance, we're doing Llama Llama Red Pajama right now. 
Um, and one of those shows would be designated sensory friendly for um, folks with autism or any neuro neurodivergent individuals to come in. Um, we have um, a sensory interpreter um, where um, folks um, go through the script and go through the show and then we mark moments where we feel that might be startling um, or um, uh, particularly um, anxious and anxiety inducing. Um, and so um, that sensory interpreter will raise their uh, like a red a red light to indicate to say, hey, this is a moment where something's coming up, prepare yourself for that moment, you know, so that nothing is truly startling or um, uh, 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 taking anybody off guard. Um, we also have a lot of different supports on those sensory friendly days um, to be able to help um, folks uh, regulate um, if they need to move around, if they need to walk around the space, if they need to go into the lobby, if they need to go into the back of the, the theater. Um, that's what, that's kind of where that journey started um, with our work with the all access, all access inclusion network um, was those sensory friendly performances. But we've since this is a, this is a, uh, an ongoing journey. Inclusion is a, is an ongoing journey and you're always taking steps to better support, um, the young people that we serve. And, um, so we've, we've come a long way from, from where that originated. Um, now those sensory friendly performances, um, have we actually from the learning that I've made from being a, as a part of the All Access Inclusion Network, conversations with Rachel and conversations with Blair, um, who's also one of our um, one of the team members at uh, the All Access Inclusion Network, and Lauren. Uh, Lauren's great. She's she leads the leads the group. Lauren Weaver. Um, she's fantastic. Um, but um, the uh, there was really the All Access Inclusion Network is a is connecting all these arts organizations and all these cultural organizations across Tennessee so that we can share information and what are best practices and what's happening over here and what are some ideas that are happening and how can we integrate those into our own spaces. And Blair was sharing about um, this, uh, a sensory space that uh, she had worked on um, when she was, uh, and she works at the All Access Inclusion Network um, that she had worked on when she was in Austin, Texas. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, we have a space that's exactly like this at the back of the auditorium. Um, what can we do to convert this? So there was uh, originally, um, there was a space in the back of the auditorium called um, the Comfort Room, where typically uh, folks with young children would be able to take those um like babies or something of that nature into the room so that like if they were crying or so on and so forth like that would be a space that they could still watch the show because it was behind plated glass windows and still in the auditorium the sound was being pumped into the room so you could still hear what was happening but i was like this is a spot where we can have anybody come like babies are regulating here it doesn't have to be just for babies it could be for everybody and so we retrofitted the entire room to help support a whole bunch of different uh like modalities we have like uh pro preoceptive vestibular visual regulations in there auditory regulators tactile kinesthetic like all all of the things i i i really leaned on rachel and blair to like talk about what are some ideas that could go into that room and then like took it and ran with it um and we were able to generous get a generous donate um grant from the Tennessee Arts Commission to help um, 
outfit that room with a whole bunch of different supports. We've got a trampoline in there. We've got obstacle course places in there. We've got um, sensory stops. We've got um, kinesthetic fidgets. We've got a make your own fidget station. We have a complete blackout room for anybody who's like having um, too much visual stimulation. There's a complete blackout room in there um, with a curtain. But also the cool thing about it is that it is not so many sensory rooms, so many places that um, where folks can go to regulate, it's excluded from the reason why people came to, to the event. But this is in the space. It's a part of the space. And so if anybody needs to regulate or if anybody needs to move through, um, you know, calming their body or their brain down, they're still able to participate in the reason why they came. And so um, what's really exciting about that is it makes now because of, because of those supports and because of that, um, the, that room, now all main stage shows at Nashville Children's Theater are sensory friendly. So all of them are sensory for every single show. So like Rachel was talking about, like those steps from access all the way to true inclusion, you know, and, and, you know, it's a journey and, and access is great. Like, Starting at access is awesome. And then you move, you know, along the track and start moving your way towards full inclusion. And so we have moved now to, um, you know, having all of our shows be sensory friendly. And now our sensor, what was originally designated as our sensory friendly shows are now being called the neuro inclusive shows. And next year we're planning on doing even more for those, for those days, because we've now stepped beyond where we were and we're just keep on moving the needle. So, but yeah, it's all because of like the work that the all access inclusion network has helped us um, realize and see. So those connections are important. I think that speaks to one of the beauties of when you are set up for this kind of inclusion or universal access and case in point is the sensory stories you guys have on your website colin which actually prepares your neurotypical as well as your mm -hmm. neurodiverse uh, child yeah. before they come to enjoy the experience and i think that's like fantastic and and, and that is actually what we kind of need um from a parent's standpoint, need more so that uh, it's not as overwhelming. It helps towards some of the regulation. And then uh, speaking about the space you'll also have at the in the theater itself that can be used for uh, accommodation. So um, kudos to your guys for you setting up those sensory uh, stories. Um, so what do you all have coming up? What is the next show that you guys have coming up, Colin? Um, the next show at Nashville Children's Theater um, that we have coming up is uh, Hip Hop Cinderella. That's from April 13th through May 21st. Um, and uh, the also one additional thing in the social stories are something that we're really proud of as well. We have social stories for everything. It's also, it's all become, it's become like common vernacular for us too. Um, like when we're going to a new event or a new situation, um, my teachers and I, cause we, we really train all of our teaching or all of our drama school um, classes and camps are also um, inclusive as well. We do a lot of work with um, visual schedules and um, because what you spoke to, like what's great for a small section of the community is great for everyone. Um, and that's the thing that I think that people don't think about when they're 
uh, talking about supporting folks with disabilities, like that these supports that will support like will support everybody. And and I just don't I don't it, we need to expand that that thinking and um, really be more um, open our open our minds about like what accessibility and what um, what we can do, but the sense, so the social stories, uh, uh, yeah, we we're like, yeah, the common vernacular in the children's theater is, oh, I don't have the social story for that. Like when we're going to a new, new event, could you send me the social story? Like just talk, walk me through what this event is going to look like, um, as we're going and doing something, doing something else. Um, because social stories are so important for folks to understand what it is that we, uh, are about to experience. So the, uh, neuro inclusive performance, for um, uh, Hip Hop Cinderella is on, dun, 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 dun. it's going to be on the, I think it's May 13th. They took it off the thing. Oh, there it is. Yes. Thank you. May 13th. Thank you. This is a, thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, it's a neuro inclusive. It's a, it's a neuro inclusive. We have a new website. So sorry about that. Um, I was finding a new space, but the, yeah, the neuro inclusive performances on May 13th. And the cool thing also about neuro inclusive performances is that we have a try it again pass. So, um, and uh and also a discount so anybody who comes in through the all access inclusion at work or autism sent tennessee sends it out in their blast there's a they they have a discount code so that folks can come to um the neuro inclusive performance for um for um a lot for a, a greater discount than what our typical prices are and if folks uh if it doesn't work for them that day we have a try it again pass on that day so if you if it, that day is just not working out for your family, you can come to the box office. And even if like you come to the theater and it's just like it's just not the day for that for that young person to be able to see that that experience. And that's OK. Um, you go to the box office, you get a try it again pass. You don't have to pay anything. And then you can come to another performance of that show. That's awesome. So yeah. just like to, to remove the barrier of, you know, that finance, that financial barrier, that's also a really important aspect of the work that we're doing. So this is the big question, Colin. Do you guys <laughs> have a, do you all have a traveling neuro inclusive uh, a program? <laughs> hey, I'm in Northwest Tennessee. <laughs> I wish, I mean, like, you know, there's, there's definitely, idea i mean you know we're we're i mean to be completely honest like we're still building back the theater theater community is still building back from covid um and so it was so devastating to our industry and so um you know we're trying to rebuild in a more equitable way um and uh the and part of that is is including neurodivergent folks um, and so, yeah, I mean, like, that's definitely something that I've thought about and things that I would love to do. Um, and I would love to get like out into further into in, in further out into the communities. But yeah, no, that I would. Yes, that would be very exciting. Um, but yeah, yeah, I wish. I wish. <laughs> well, I will say their performances are incredible. Every single See? I go to the neuro inclusive wow. performances and I just all of them have really blown me away. They do such a great job. Thanks. Rachel, tell us more about the All Access Inclusion Network in terms of some other partners that you'll have in the in the program. Um, and obviously, parents can access the information through you guys' website, right? 
So yeah, we do have a website on um, our triad main website, but I, that is more for our community partners. For caregivers and parents, I would say uh, our individual organizations all have accessibility sections of their websites. And that's where they have like their own social stories, their own uh, sensory maps and any kind of accommodations or inclusion supports. Um, and so I would direct parents more to like the individual organizations websites. So for example, like the country music hall of fame, a museum is another partner, the Tennessee state museum, um, Nashville ballet, Nashville opera. We have roughly, I think around like 25 partners, um, or organizations within, um, the network, but it does fluctuate a little bit. Um, but yes, we have, I can send you our website link, uh, where you could That's go good. and see all of the organizations. And then each of those individual organizations have all of their inclusion supports. But like I said, it's, it's individualized because they're all different. Like a museum has different supports than a theater would or the ballet or the opera. So they, there are some similarities. They all have things like social stories, but for example, the country music hall of fame is another partner I work with. And we just put together sensory maps for them, which is really important because it can be kind of an overwhelming visually visual experience for um, people when they're going through the museum. There's a lot of noise, a lot of people around. So we developed a map that kind of identifies some quiet spots um, and really is um, visually helpful for people who might be overwhelmed in that environment. Um, so that was something that they, that was really important for them. So every organization kind of has their own unique needs. So we have um, our summer holidays that are not too far off. Are there any special events that come to your guys' minds uh, for those parents that might be planning trips or day trips or vacations to Nashville? But we definitely have, you know, summer camps that are available um, and on sale if that's something that people are interested in um, or happen to be near for a week long, for a week long camp. Um, that's something that National Children's Theater offers. Um, Rachel, are you, do you know of any events that are going, coming up from other community partners? I'm not. Not that I, so I, I know with the Country Music Hall of Fame, for example, they have camps in the summer, but I don't know specifically of any other events from other community partners. Um, at the moment. So guys, um, is there anything that you would like to add as far as the, the work that you'll continue to do in this space and uh, um, how can folks reach y'all or the best contact information to get in uh, touch with y'all? They can reach out to me uh, via my email address. Uh, my email is, um, uh, call uh, is C Peterson P E T E R S O N at Nashville CT dot org. Um, so if folks are interested in or have questions um, about our uh, inclusive programming, I'm always happy to answer that. Also, a lot of our stuff is um, really predominantly displayed now on our new website, which is just Nashville Children's Theater dot org. Um, and they can check out uh, the new what Hip Hop Cinderella has to offer, which is coming up um, in April and May. And then also our new season will be announced uh, in early in late April. Um, and we'll have neuroinclusive performances for all of those um, 
for all of those shows as well. And if they have questions about the network, they can reach out to me at Rachel. It's R-A-C-H-A-E-L dot E dot Jenkins dot one at V-U-M-C dot org. It's a little bit of a complicated email address and I could send it to you separately if you can post notes or anything yes. like that. That makes it a little easier for people to access. They, they make my email very complex. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for your time this morning. Um, it, it was just, it, it's just awesome to see the work that's being done in this space towards promoting inclusion and um, just developing that understanding as well. So um, I would like to thank you both for your time and hope to see you guys soon. Yeah, absolutely. If you're ever in Nashville, let me know and then we'll, I'll give you a tour. We'll go all over the place. It'll be great. So it'd be, it'd be great. Yeah. Come on down to, come on down to the children's theater. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Thank you so Absolutely. much for having us on. Absolutely guys. You'll have an amazing day. You too. Thank you for listening along on the podcast today. We sincerely appreciate a rate review and a share of the information that we provide to other parents seeking this type of information. As always, remember get to the top of your mountain. This is Marsh Naidu signing off. Mm-hmm.